I'm James Bryan Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 36. If you missed a pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what I call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to learn how to set their minds on things above. That's where the name comes from, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Set your minds on things above. I've come to believe that the most important aspect of our discipleship is mind discipleship because what happens in our minds influences our emotions our actions, our choices, and ultimately our behavior. So we need to set our minds on thoughts from above each and every day. That's where the work is done. Today's thought from above is this. Jesus is the source of your life. The other day I was driving behind a pickup truck with a bumper sticker that read, Fishing is my life. And I thought to myself, wow, this guy must be crazy about fishing. And then I thought, well, I wonder how often he fishes. Then the actual phrasing hit me, fishing is my life. I then thought, does this guy really believe that? I mean, it doesn't say fishing is what I love the most or even fishing is the most important part of my life. The driver is saying that his very life is fishing, that the source of his existence is fishing itself. I mean, this is not merely hyperbole. It's a statement of being. And clearly it's false. I mean, with, with all due respect to his passion for fishing, fishing is an activity one engages in, not the very source of life. Fishing did not bring him into existence, nor does it continue to make his heart beat or his lungs take in air. Perhaps what he wanted to communicate was, my whole reason to live is to fish. And if that's his philosophy, his feeling, then I can't doubt that he's telling the truth. But if he were my friend and he asked me what I thought about his philosophy, I would tell him, I think it's misguided that you've mistaken a hobby for your maker. In Colossians 3, 4, Paul uses the same phrasing as the bumper sticker. Christ is your life. Jesus is the true and genuine source of life, not just for Christians. Jesus is the divine Word of God, the Logos, who created and sustains the universe. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. John 1, 1 through 3. All things, it says, were made by Jesus. The sun and the stars, the earth and the rings of Jupiter, the rocky mountains, the deserts of Africa, the birds and the fishes, every rose bush, river, and person were made by Jesus. Earlier in Colossians, Paul wrote of Jesus, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. 
He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Now, from this it's clear, Jesus is not only the source of everything, but all things are also held together by him. This means that the atoms and the molecules that make up your physical body are upheld by Jesus. Right now, Jesus is literally sustaining you, holding you together. Our biological life was created and is sustained by Jesus. The bowl of cereal you ate this morning is now being broken down by your body in order to incorporate its caloric energy. That was Jesus. That was his arrangement. Sadly, few Christians know what John and Paul knew and thus don't give him thanks. In addition to our bodily life, Jesus is also the giver of our spiritual life. The Greek word bios refers to our biological life. But John used the word zoe to describe spiritual life. Our very spirits were designed to be infused by zoe life. When we come into this world, we're physically alive but spiritually dead. We have bios, but we don't have zoe. We receive zoe when we receive Jesus by faith. John 20, verse 31. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. 1 John 5, 12 says, If, however, we do not put our trust in Jesus, we do not have this Zoe. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. When I put my confidence in Jesus and began living as his apprentice, a new life emerged in my being. My spirit, like Lazarus' body, went from death to life. And that Zoe life is eternal life. It's safe and it's secure. It's hidden with Christ. I live by this eternal life now, and I will enter fully into it when I take my last breath on earth. Jesus is not only the artisan who crafted our physical life, not only the one who sustains and holds all things together, he's also the sacrificial lamb who died and rose that we might have eternal spiritual life. We would never have come into existence if we're not for Jesus. And we would not have hope for eternal life if not for his grace. That's why Paul says in Colossians 3, 4, Christ is is your life. James S. Stewart writes, The New Testament never speaks of eternal life as something that begins only at death, something new into which death suddenly ushers us. That is quite unscriptural. On the contrary, the New Testament always speaks of eternal life as something that begins here and now on this side of the grave, something that exists as a present possession of those who are in fellowship with God. So true life, eternal life, the life we were designed to possess, is a gift from Jesus for this life, not merely for the next. That fact alone is missed by so many Christians, and as a consequence, many miss out on the richness of life here on earth. So my point is this, only Jesus can be our life. A line in Colossians 1.16, which I quoted earlier, says, 
all things have been created through him and for him. Your life and mine were not only created by Jesus, they were created for Jesus. The rocks and the trees, the ducks and the Milky Way were all created for Jesus. The heavens and the earth and all of its inhabitants constantly give glory to God, except one species, human beings. We have the freedom to choose to give God our glory or not. We can reject God. We can deny God's existence. But most of us, especially those who are listening to this podcast, desire to give Him glory and honor. If so, how do we do that? I think we begin with gratitude. We turn to God and say, Thank you. Blessed and beautiful Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, thank you for making me. Thank you for sustaining me. Thank you for giving your life for me so that I can have eternal life in you. It's then that we begin to see all of our life as being centered in Jesus, with Jesus as our top priority. Is there something more important in our lives than Jesus? Well, if so, perhaps we need to make an adjustment. When Christ becomes not only our life, but the thing we live for, we discover the reality of what he came to bring, not merely life, but abundant life, John 10.10. Jesus truly is our life. In this podcast from time to time, I try to encourage you to engage in some kind of soul training exercise that will nourish your spirit. And I'd like you to consider doing what you do this week with an attitude of gratitude. Because we understand that it's God in His grace that is sustaining us. I mean, just as you say grace before a meal, giving thanks for the physical sustenance for what you're about to receive, pause and say grace before you read your Bible. Say something like grace before you go to worship. Give thanks for the spiritual sustenance you're about to receive. Here's a lovely affirmation that you can set your mind on this week. It goes like this. Just as my body needs to take in energy from outside of itself in order to live, so also my spirit needs to take in the energy of God himself in order to thrive. Today and this week, I will seek that energy by opening myself up to God and his kingdom. I hope you join me next week for episode 37. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Ryan Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, hey, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you'll get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that if one day you're asked, What's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above. <laughs>